0: What is going on Tecmo team? Andy here with the Tecmo Bros coming at you on Friday. Happy injury report day. We got Ben here. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing today, Andy? I'm doing good. Uh, saw all the injury report gets finalized. So that's one of my favorite times of the week. So I know who's in and who's out. Uh, so we can get this lovely breakdown of week four to all you Tecmo team members before we get into the nitty gritty, we want to remind y'all that you can help us the best by leaving us a review and a rating on whatever podcast platform that you are listening to us on, and remember to follow us on Twitter and like our Facebook page. That is the best way to give us a hand during these times. It is uh, Techmo
1: Bros FF.
0: Yep. Uh, we dropped the FF. That's so just Tecmo Bros. Oh, yeah. You changed that. Yep. Just Tecmo Bros. I'm going to finally let that one go for us. So we are just at Tecmo Bros. Uh, let's just jump into it, man. Thursday night football, Denver at the Jets. Wow. Yeah. Uh, more competitive than I expected. It wasn't a bad game. It was, uh, you know, ripping. Had his moments of, you know, ripping off some great throws and then chucking it to the defenders. Ripping off some interceptions. It was, uh,. It was it was a it was a game like that's all I can really say I can't really formulate words
1: it was, it was there were a lot of penalties going yeah. on there um, two not very good teams no especially uh, one with team all the worse injuries. than the other
0: yes and I'm still surprised that Adam GaSe has not yet been officially well, let go we're we're,
1: not, we're I think it's officially on the clock now I think so <laughs> we'll 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 make I sure I know Jets management has, yeah.
0: were like we're looking closely so honestly uh. F- Expect a like Monday or Tuesday announcement that he's gone, because it's going to be like once the NFL games for the weekend kind of conclude, I'll bet Gase is part of that like you know Monday morning switchover, because the Jets have a break now, like they they're just off for a few days. Yeah. So they're not going to be practicing. So I wonder if Gase is gone by the weekend, and we'll see. Maybe later today they'll fire him on a Friday, for all we know. Who knows? He's not going to last the season. We know that. God. We know. My the only thing I'm I'm like looking at is like, does Dan Quinn or Adam Gase get fired first? And me personally... No, it's Gase. Me personally. I hope it's Dan Quinn because I want Dan Quinn out of yeah, Atlanta. He's
1: terrible. I hate Dan Quinn. But... Not just the Atlanta thing. I've just... I've hated him since he's been in Seattle. Yeah. yeah Packers, Packers fans... Indeed. ...hate him for numerous reasons. But yes. he's not a great head coach. Sometimes these, these coordinators, um and I... You know, I know Dan Quinn was a, a great coordinator. Yes. Um, not a great head coach. Can you tell me where where did Adam Gase come from? Uh, he
0: came from the legacy of Peyton Manning's greatness. Because
1: that's about it. Like he. I was talking to another friend last night. Like, where did this guy come from? Like, what? What? When was he a highly touted coordinator? When he was
0: with Peyton Manning and uh, I believe it was Indy, I think it was. Okay. okay. And then he got, you know, offensive genius that gave Peyton Manning some of his best seasons. got hired at Miami, tanked Miami, got fired. All the people in Miami got way better. <laughs> and then he got brought to New York, and then all the people in New I York mean, got way if worse. If you're
1: so. <laughs> if you're a Chris Herndon owner in Dynasty, just watch out for Chris Herndon next year. Yeah, I mean, ho- hold on. <laughs> like it's. I mean, uh, again, look at. I I know you brought it up a lot. Gessy is a great example. Yeah, he
0: had Gusecki for 2 years and then all of a sudden, you know, new new coach comes in and Gusecki's a monster. Like what? Yeah. Either way, uh I'm excited to see Denver one. I had him in a pick 'em. Uh so that's that's exciting. I I think the Jets have a lot of talent, but they need a uh they need a leader, a better leader to unlock all that talent. Like uh, Sam Darnold is not a bad quarterback. He just needs some molding. He's got amazing raw talent, but Adam Gase is not the guy. To pull the potential out of Sam Darnold,
1: I'd agree. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some. I mean, they're still terrible. That defense is terrible. Um, no, but
0: they they need some help, but that's part they of. They do it, have you know,
1: a, they do have some talent. They sure. have a
0: bad GM. They got a bad head coach. They're set up to fail every year. So when you look at that, you're like,
1: how is this even a thing? But that is. All 100% true. Yep. So Denver gets <laughs>
0: its first win. New York Je- uh, New York Jets lose another one, just like the Giants will, I'm sure, this did, week. Do so the
1: Jets go 0-16? No,
0: they'll beat somebody in a random. They'll probably beat, like, Philly. I don't even know if they play Philly, but they'll no, probably beat know. Philly.
1: They'll beat the Dolphins in a random <laughs> they'll, game they'll or beat, something.
0: They'll beat yeah. someone. I, it's not going to be a pretty game, but they'll beat somebody. Uh, they almost beat Denver. You that's know.
1: true. I, I mean, I just thought that and Denver's missing
0: whatsoever. numerous pieces of their offense. So yeah, Denver, this would Denver's have been the game missing
1: for numerous pieces.
0: Yeah. This would have, this would have been the game. They should have got their one win because Denver that's was fair. starting a, what practice squad quarterback, but, a- and despite all things, they, they almost did. They, all, they, they took a lead at one point, the first lead of the year for the jets, but, uh, moving on the big I think news. That's enough of that one. Yeah. yeah. Big news of the week. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus Tennessee Titans game is being rescheduled from this week to Week Seven. Uh, Pittsburgh and Baltimore has been moved to Week Eight, which means that the by or the Baltimore bye week is now in Week Seven instead of Week Eight. So adjust accordingly. This week, all your Pittsburgh and Tennessee players will be uh, on bye, uh, and depending on the platform you play on. Uh, you can put them on the COVID IR if you're on that particular platform that allows that. Otherwise, it's being treated as a normal bye week. Ask your commissioners if any exemptions it's, are being made. It,
1: yeah, I mean, it's really it's up to with a situation like this, as we've talked about before the season started. It's really up to the commissioner. So if you have a good commissioner who pays attention, um, you'll be okay. You can figure it out, treat it as a bye week. Yes, it's a bye week you did not expect.
0: But if you listen to our draft shows and and all
1: the shows before, uh, you should be well equipped to handle waiver wires, these accidents. Yeah, so you gotta play them. You gotta play those anyway. So, um, I I think a pretty uh, a good job. Oh god, that just reminded me of the game last night. <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> um, just post post traumatic stress. Uh, just uh, th- I remember no, no. <laughs> sidebar, really quick. The friend I was talking to while we were watching the game, like, I know it's probably been a thing with other people before, but the only thing Aikman can say is something. Good job, great job. Got a couple excellent jobs last yeah. night, but like after every play, and I know it's been talked about before, but um, I think. He said, you guys should do that for the show, just have an over-under of good jobs, great jobs. (laughs) Troy Aikman, I'm like, yeah, but then I have to actually watch the whole thing, listen listen to him, and and then tally it. That's just too much. That sounds terrible. But uh, (laughs) Anyway, if you have a good commissioner, um, I I know that you, for example, I had asked you a question about it, not that I have uh, any shares in Titans or uh, Steelers, uh, but you're allowing them to... Drop said player, correct, and you will be keeping an eye on it. And they are allowed to pick up. Essentially,
0: said what I offered, uh, just it's a home league, fourteen team situation. Uh, because of the unexpected nature of this particular bye week, uh, one of our one of our managers has Derek Henry, Big Ben, and Juju on his team, which is a, quite a blow. That's and this was not a normal. It's not fair. Like, this was not a planned bye week, obviously, and he was staggered properly to begin with. Uh, what I had mentioned was if you end up having to drop one of those three to make room for someone to actually be able to field a full roster, uh, I would make sure that on Tuesday I just reversed that transaction and gave you back the guy you dropped in favor of the guy you picked up just because, you know, w- As a, as a commissioner, uh, we, we talked about this during the draft prep episode. You have to be a little flexible, especially with, with COVID being a a thing, uh, messing around with sports. So, uh, if the commissioners got something great, if they don't, you know, work around it the best you can. I know that, uh, in the home league, my example, uh, guy didn't take me up on the offer, but I do end up, uh, benefiting from him not being able to play his players. He said, he's fine. He didn't want to take me up on the offer. Um it's just a bummer. It's, it's no, it's almost no different than an injury. It's just an inconvenient situation. But yes, uh, if you have questions on start sits because of it or what you should do, obviously feel free to reach out to us at techmo Bros on Twitter or shoot us a message on our Facebook page as well. Uh, that's
1: a, that's a great job by Andy as a commissioner. It is. I mean, you <laughs> got, I wanted you to share that because that's a great example of yeah what a lot of commissioners are doing. Um, to help out with this process because you might need that 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 bench spot um if you aren't able to move them to an ir you don't have a designated like COVID ir you might need that one extra bench spot this week So so
0: it's all up to your league make again i want my leagues to feel interactive and fun i i don't want the the pandemic to ruin the fun we're all having playing fantasy football so i want everyone to feel like it's it's a fair and even playing field as best we can, especially with the circumstances of injuries and uh, all, all the COVID going on. So um, enough about the leagues and what you should do. If you Again, ask your commissioner if they're doing anything. If not, you know, again, adjust accordingly. But we have one less game to go through, but that's going to give us a little bit more time to talk about each game, which is exciting. So we're going to jump right into the Sunday slate of football games. Ready, down, put. put, put. Week four. Yeah, two and Let's one. Go. Cardinals head to the one and two Panthers. Uh, weather is a low 70s with no chance of rain. The Cardinals open as four point away favorites. Uh, that's exciting to hear about the Cardinals. They had a rough loss to the to the Lions of all teams last week. Uh, injuries to note on the Cardinals side of the ball. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk are both questionable. Uh, saying it's more of a game time uh, call situation. So yikes! set Hopkins' injury, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, keep an eye on that. So, from what we're seeing on Twitter from all the insiders, is that Hopkins looks like he should be good to go. Uh, but again, we don't know until until the game. It's a new game. Luckily, so it's so you a noon early, game, so they have so. a lot of pivot options. Yes. Uh, my guess is that Christian. Depending on the health of DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk will not play. Well, it doesn't, if, it doesn't matter
1: yeah. if he does fantasy-wise anyway Absolutely at not. this point.
0: DeAndre Hopkins, if he plays, Kirk sits. If Hopkins sits for some reason, Kirk will play. Um, it's a bummer either way because Kirk is just not a good fantasy asset. Other notables on that team include Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, and Larry Fitzgerald in deep leagues. You got Andy Isabella, who is essentially a better, more well-rounded Christian Kirk. So,
1: you've been talking a lot about Andy Isabella. I have. And
0: it's one of those things where I was talking to uh, OG Tech Merbo Sam earlier today, and I had made the mention of if Hopkins plays, I very well see Christian Kirk being like a healthy scratch or using finger quotes, he'll still be injured just because Isabella proved last week that he can do everything Kirk can't and more successfully. (laughs) So, uh, if you have if you have a bench spot or you're in a deeper league and you have a spot to keep him, uh, I say stash him he's I probably not a play this week,
1: but even even now if let's say both Hopkins and Kirk are out then I just you have to play him yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying like he's with the injuries and especially you know let's say you're a juju owner and you have nothing nothing out there. I think he's a good dart throw this week.
0: Like, if you're already down, like, super deep, just yeah, if you're already down because Melvin Gordon ran all over you, like, he's not a bad, like, home run shot, like, you know, swing for the fence. Kyler Murray's got a cannon, seems that he and Isabella get along pretty well. Uh, Kenyon Drake's been went wildly mediocre this year. Um, not surprising. No, I mean, we we were not high on him all of the the preseason, but Carolina has a pretty booty run defense, uh, so he might have a fair game this year or this year, this, this week. Weeks or not years, so you have to play him if you have him. Uh, Kyler is an automatic, automatic start. Yep. If Hopkins is active, he's an also an automatic start. Yep. Uh, pretty pretty cut and dry on Arizona side of the ball. On the Panther side of the ball, things get a bit more interesting. So obviously we're still missing Christian McCaffrey. So Mike Davis is a slam play. You have to play him. They're treating him like Christian McCaffrey in the workload, and, and he he filled in well last week. And I mean, he's not as dynamic as Christian McCaffrey, uh, but obviously. he's he's filling the role fine. So you play him until McCaffrey's back. Uh, receiver wise, though, this is where it gets a bit murky. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. Robbie Anderson's been about the best producing receiver on that team, which is frustrating because he was on no one's radar. Yeah, really,
1: he was he was he he'd be what you call a sleeper. Yeah, on. Uh,
0: yeah, there you go, Brandon. That's a sleeper. <laughs> uh, so with DJ Moore, the frustrating part is he came in with a lot of fanfare, and on a different show I was listening to, one guy expressed frustration because when he drafted DJ Moore, he was expecting him to have a DJ floor, like you're going to get ten points per week. Yeah, like as a you draft him as a
1: number one receiver. Yeah, and it, that's not happening. So some people had him. Uh, a lot of people. I I don't remember exactly where we ranked him. I think we had him anywhere at like 12 or something like that. Yeah, he was in our top 15, I believe, because yeah, he flashed so much lot amazingness of, last yeah, year. Yeah, a lot of fantasy pundits out there had him in top 10 preseason. Yeah, rank. well, because the
0: math made sense. You had yeah. Kyle Allen, you know, perennial kind of meh quarterback, and then you, in, in quotes, upgrade to Teddy Bridgewater, you would think that with the same play calls with a better quarterback that DJ Moore would get better work. Uh, Robbie Anderson's kind of taking most of that away. Curtis Samuel is still like a a really desperation flex
1: type situation. Well, they're using him in the run game a bit too, right? Curtis Samuel, I mean, but again, so really, really desperate I flex mean, type situation. He's not. There's better better options. So out here's there.
0: my advice about DJ Moore. You hold him, and honestly, if he, because you're probably, if you have other options, you're probably not playing him this week because he's been so hit and miss. Uh, your your best hope is that he goes off and you can maybe sell him otherwise if you are hurt net receiver like some people that i know my advice is to go get him like he he will t- he's too talented to not turn it around get him while he's cheap if not if you're if you have him already if you have the depth hold him if you need something else try to get him Try to sell him, but he's he's a very fluid piece right now. You can kind of move and sit as need be. I like him a lot. I think he will do better at the in the middle to the end of the year. So if you don't have him, get him. If you got him, it, keep
1: him. I mean, yeah. And you're looking at this. I should have mentioned this before, as we, before we got into the games. But we're in week when you're getting into week four here. This is that. I think it's kind of a crucial week in fantasy because you know you're two and one. You could really, you know, yeah, step get another win and start to set yourself apart. If you're 1 and 2, you got to win this week. If you're 0 and, <laughs> 0 and 3, you definitely got to win this week. Yeah, cuz keep in mind, I mean,
0: most normal seasons, most regular seasons in fantasy are 13 weeks long. Yeah. So, we're a little under a third of the way through. And if you're going to be possibly 0 and 4 yeah. at the end of this week, like you are looking at the real possibility of having to possibly win out. Or at least go like seven and six in most leagues to even so, sniff the playoffs. So
1: this is kind of to my if you listen to Tuesday's show when I talked about one of our big react, our knee-jerk reactions is a lot of people stay very tied to their drafts, and for a lot of people, you probably drafted DJ Moore high. This is the this is where you start to get to that point where if you get the right offer for him, you just you take you it. You let it. You let him go. This is the part you of might the where not think it's what you wanted. Before the season.
0: Yeah, but you need to be ever shifting in your, your knowledge and your abilities with fantasy football. Exactly. And this is the part of the year where, so obviously before the year, we all had our ideas of what defenses look like, what productivity we'll, we'll like expect out of the right players. Now that we have a better picture of who does what and where they are on teams and what defenses look like, now's the part of the season where you start to analyze playoff-type matchups. Yes. Where you're trading your players looking like, okay, am I... Am I 3-0? Am I 0-3? If I'm 3-0, I'm trading for a player who's got a great week 14, 15, 16. Because that's your playoff schedule. You want great matchups. Or even to fill bye weeks. Even to fill bye weeks. So be smart. If you have any trade questions, our DMs are always open. Again, hit us up at Bros on Twitter. Uh, Panthers, though, you're starting Mike Davis. You're starting Robbie Anderson. You're probably forced to start DJ Moore. Sure. Uh, Samuel, if you are in a really bad spot, is flex-worthy. But... I wouldn't advise Oof, it. That's so – yeah,
1: that's – I wouldn't Well, with all the injuries, that. he might Some have to might be. Some people might need yeah. to go in there, yeah.
0: So those are your notables. Take out what you will. With the Cardinals having better talent, I am
1: picking Arizona this week. I, as well, will be going with Arizona.
0: Awesome. Let's move on to the Colts.
2: Ready, down, hut,
0: hut, hut. The 2-1 Indianapolis Colts travel to Chicago to face the 3-0 Bears. Wow. yeah. It is low fifties with a fifty percent chance of rain. This one has the potential to get ugly
1: in a weather standpoint. Well, and it has the potential to get ugly in an ugly standpoint. Well, yeah, the Colts. The Colt, excuse <laughs> me. The Colts are
0: two and a half point road favorites, which is not as much as I thought it was going to be. Uh, the Bears are
1: just—they're
0: making it work, man, with what
1: they I, got. That is such that three and all oh is. It's hard, man. No, it's they're the worst three and team I've ever seen.
0: What's well, like last year when they're the Packers yeah. were like the worst thirteen and three team yeah, you've seen? Yeah, yeah no, so exactly. Very similarly, but uh, look at
1: the Colts, don't, don't compare that to the Packers I'm just <laughs> last saying, year.
0: It's a it's a thing people like to say. I understand, the
1: Bears fans. I
0: guess <laughs> we love you, Becca. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. is out. Uh, had surgery. Obviously, Paris Campbell still out. Uh notable players include Philip Rivers, Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines, T. Y. Hilton. Mo Alley Cox are your big guys from this team. Uh pass catchers are really not in a great place, but Mo Alley Cox. Let's talk about him.
1: Yeah, that's a good I think that's a good tight end pickup. We talked about I think we had we had him. He was one of the guys we talked about waiver pickups. Yep. He if he's available, pick him up. Because we did mention earlier in the season that
0: uh, Phil Rivers loves himself some tight ends. Loves himself Mo Alley fits that to a T. I thought it'd be Jack Doyle, but. Well, Mo, but Jack you know, Doyle's banged been banged up. up. So Mo Alley Cox has been Stepped doing in great. And done well. So this could be, again, depending on the weather, this could be
1: a really awkward kind of short pass situation game. Well, that and it's going to be, the Colts are going to just try to run the ball with Taylor. They're be, I mean, I mean, Jonathan they're Taylor's
0: amazing. Uh, Naeem Hines has been underwhelming since week one, but. Potentially still worth kind of holding on to depending on what's going on.
1: But Rivers, like he likes to tight end. he likes to dump the ball off. And that's, he does.
0: That's the problem with Hines now, is, though, is that Taylor is the dump-off guy. Like, Taylor is on Somewhat. the field every play. But,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the reason I put Hines in there as a consideration is because they have no wide receivers. I nope. mean, and wa- I, like I agree. old T.Y. Hilton, that's not
0: They could put him in the great. slot for all we yeah. know. Zach Pascal... Again, you can reach if you absolutely need somebody, but it's it's no. there are better options out there. I mean, you're going to start T.Y. because he's still T.Y. Hilton. You almost have to because the secondary is so banged up in Chicago. I don't feel good about T.Y. I don't Hilton, feel good about right. it, but you have to. Mo Alley, I think this week is a good option. I like
1: Mo Alley Cox a lot. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then Rivers, I think, could be a fun stream just from the dump-off perspective. So it might not be like a, a running back. I mean, it, it might be a running back game with Taylor and Hines, but it might be a passing running back well, situation. When well, we're,
1: when we're talking about guys who have lost Big Ben or Tannehill this week. Yeah,
0: Phillip Rivers is a perfect Rivers might stream. be
1: a fill-in stream option for you here. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: uh, on to the Bear side of the ball. Not anything super great, but Nick Foles' team now. They did lose Tariq Cohen. He tore his ACL. We wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, That's just a bummer for him. But Nick Foles, A-Rob, David Montgomery, Jimmy Grandpa, and Anthony Miller. Man, it's just Jimmy Graham is... I'm mad at myself that I didn't take my own prediction that he'd be a solid tight end to pick up. And he is quietly putting together a great season. He is tight end six on the year in week three. I know we're early still, but... He just seems to have the trust of Chicago in the red zone, which is frustrating for all Allen Robinson owners. Uh, but I think this week the Colts have a, a really good defense. They do. I they mean do. Take it for what you will. But I think Foles will at least, at the very least, put up a productive day if you're a Robinson, Montgomery, or Graham uh, manager. Anthony Miller, I think I stay
1: away from this week. Probably. Uh, Montgomery, for those that, you know, the unfortunate – Tariq Cohen injury is huge for Montgomery owners, so he's like kind of going to have to be a must-start every week. Yeah. Now.
0: now, also, if you're in a very deep league or uh, one that's just you know super flex and you know, waivers look very, very sad, uh, you can always pick up Cordero Patterson just for a depth
1: piece. It's not
0: awesome. It, it, well, it, it sucks he he to think about. He does in most... <sighs>
1: But he could I be, actually thought about it. Yeah. I looked at it. One well, gonna do it, but it it's interesting with him because he could he has in most um most fantasy apps or you know sites he, he has can be a that, receiver and running back. Yep. He has yeah. that R B slash W R designation. So it is again, super deep. Yeah, he could Maybe
0: always some, be your uh your are Blunt type, punch it in from the two. Because Montgomery, while he's a, a big, strong runner, uh, Cordell Patterson's just physically larger. And, you know, getting two yards is easier for him than Montgomery. So uh, I think if you have him, you can fire Jimmy Graham up pretty confidently. Allen Robinson's a lock every week, especially with Foles. I mean, you saw what happened with Allen Robinson when Foles came in the game. All of a sudden, Allen Robinson came to life. So sure. he plays Yeah, big game, sure. finally, yeah. Yeah. So... Foles could be a fun streamer, again, with all these weird quarterback situations Or in a 2QB league. Allen Robinson, Jimmy Graham seem like locks with Montgomery. I,
1: the, I'm only – A-Rob and Montgomery to me are the only locks, Graham, if you need to. I think – But I'd rather – think about it like this. Uh, let's say you're looking at the at, at the waivers this week, and you've obviously already cleared waivers and stuff, but right. we don't know what you have. When we were talking on our Tuesday show about waivers – this game's a good example. Would you rather have Mo if you're gonna pick up a tight end, would you rather have Mo Alley Cox or Jimmy Graham?
0: I'd almost rather have Jimmy Graham. Don't here's j- here's why. I think you're just selling Here, yourself into the Jimmy he, Graham. I, I don't I have no shares of him, so it doesn't benefit me at all. Here's why though. Indy is committed to the run game. Taylor Hines, um, and again, while Mo Alley's had some great games, Jimmy Graham has had better games. He is he is the second pass catching option behind Allen Robinson. Anthony Miller is great, super talented, third pass catching option. Yeah, Jimmy Graham is number two.
1: I don't I don't like it. I don't
0: like it either. I don't like either of it. But I would I would rather start Mo Alley if if I, I had too. him. But if you're giving me that, I could have both. Who do I think is gonna have a better game? I think Jimmy Graham does. And
2: I, with that I being North. said,
0: I hey I begrudgingly pick Chicago. Question. Poll question: Who has of a better this week, yep. Mo Ali Cox or Jimmy I'm Graham? I'm taking Mo Ali Cox. I'll take Jimmy Graham. So there we go. I'm picking Chicago. With that being said, really, I am. I'm Momentum's a, a real thing in football, and I the am. Bears are just letting it ride. And Nick Foles has given
1: a new energy to these Bears. I'm gonna take the Colts in this one. I, Packer fan. I hate the Bears.
0: I mean, I don't like them either, but I'm doing this with Becca in mind. Picking those Bears. Let's keep trucking. Ready, down. Hush, hush, hush. The 1-2 Jacksonville Jaguars head to Cincinnati to face the 0 and one Bengals. That's going <sighs> to suck to say all year. The weather is high 50s with a 50% chance of rain. Another rainy afternoon. Uh. Uh, cat battle, Jaguars versus Bengals. Bengals are three-point home favorites. Jacksonville, DJ Chark, questionable, should play uh. per reports as of Friday, the uh, 2nd of October. Gardner Minshew, James Robinson, DJ Chark, Keelan Cole, those are your main Jacksonville Jaguars to play. Ben's staring directly into his microphone with excitement for this
1: game. Uh, this is one of those. This is one of the OG Sam, can we talk about the next one game? Yeah. So looking at it. However, let's get excited about it. It's football. On the Jaguars' side, huh? Yeah. Uh, James
0: Robinson's a lock this week. I mean, sure. he's, he's becoming a just every week starter. He's if the you, number
1: one guy. Yep. And he's game script proof, which is good. No longer a sleeper, uh, as some would have had. Like, I mean, they might have. I'm not even sure he's a sleeper. He just came out of well, freaking nowhere. No, I know. But a lot of. I think people drafted him when you were looking at the situation. I going don't think anybody drafted season. him. Here's the thing coming out of the season,
0: it was supposed to be Armstead, and then they picked up Thompson. Yeah. And then it was supposed
1: to be someone else that well, I'm, someone I'm spacing on. Someone drafted him in suds. Okay, Without, but like we were the, that was the day before the season though, and he's also a, and he's also a terrible fantasy player, so I shouldn't well, he's use him as an example. One, so he's doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like so well, he's the number one jaguar. If you
0: if you drafted a day before the season, yeah, he got drafted. But apologies, most, you're most drafts took place earlier. Uh, but anyways, Robinson in your lineup, DJ Charke, if he plays. I think he's in your lineup. Uh, Keelan Cole, nope. If you're desperate you have to maybe, but like I don't r i I'm not excited about it.
1: Um the Bengals do have a propensity well, to give up points. So yeah, Minshew when we're talking about I think is a good streaming option. I guess. Uh, kind
0: of. I mean he's got legs, he could do it. The Bengals have been so weird, and here's how. They've kept a lot of fancy players from having good games, but they can't win any games. So, it's, it's a very interesting, like... Well, why win a game when you can play for the tie? Well, the Eagles played for the tie more. well that's true. The Bengals just were, un- unfortunately, on that end of it. But I think with the Jaguars, yeah, temper expectations. I know Keelan Cole was having a great first couple games. Um, Conley really made sure that he didn't have a good third game. But the targets were still there. So, confidently, I start James Robinson. Kind of begrudgingly, if I had to, I'd start Chark and uh, Cole. Mintu, I'm not sold on as a good streamer for this week, uh, but he could. I mean, again, with if if you're a Big Ben or if you, uh, yeah. you had Tannehill, you might not have any other options, especially if some people in your league or for some or reason if you have a quarterbacks. or if
1: you have a super flex
0: or if you have a super flex. Yes, right. uh, Bengals side, a lot more fun talent on this side. Let's talk about it. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Drew Sample. I put T. Higgins and Drew Sample here because they were talked about,
1: and they're important. T. Higgins was uh, a deep kind of pickup. He had a big week last week. He had week. a big
0: week, and I think the big thing for Higgins, we'll come back to him in a minute, uh, but Joe Burrow, I think this week specifically, uh, is a great stream. He's like yeah, one of my favorite this week. Absolutely. Uh, Joe Mixon, in my opinion, will come back to form this week. He'll probably get you more Joe Mixon-like numbers. We shall see. Uh, AJ Green is a toughie. He's... Had the opportunity, but he's not performed. Tyler Boyd is a lock. Yeah, and Tyler a lock Boyd's opinion.
1: definitely lock. And, and I agree with you on AJ Green. He, it, he, I don't. He's is he even the number two? No, or is it Higgins? Number two, Well, number two is
0: Higgins. Yeah. yeah. So, and this is why Higgins is so important. So again, we go back to you know we had a couple people. If you could like Andy Isabelle is a good option, like a good comparison here. So. John Ross is healthy, and he was a healthy scratch from last week's game in favor of T. Higgins. T. Higgins had a tremendous game, two scores, but the biggest thing I'm looking at is the target share. Nine targets last week, six targets a week before that. He's slowly increasing and becoming that number two after Boyd, and A.J. Green is still there, but T. Higgins is more preferable for Burrow to go to. They seem to have a better chemistry. Uh, Drew Sample, if you have him on your roster... I feel like you can probably drop him at this point. (laughs) So I know he had one bad week, but what hurts Sample is the emergence of Higgins. So now with AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Sample falls off. Whereas if Higgins wasn't there as much, because John Ross was non-existent, uh, Higgins wasn't trusted yet, then it was AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, Drew Sample. But because Higgins emerged and had a great game and they're trusting him more, Sample becomes kind of an afterthought.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I just I have trouble saying because I was all Oh we yeah, had, we sample. were all
0: fooled by yeah. Drew Sample. Yeah. Like I went out and picked him up at a couple leagues. Shoot, you tell me like eight targets and a quarter and a half of football. Did like that get me that
1: that got me excited. I I've wasted a, a lot of fat. You you and me both, brother. <laughs> so, so far. Yeah. Um Well injuries have guys made you like panic. Drew sample.
0: Injuries have made you panic. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Needs and need to be met. Like I swung and missed really hard on tight end this year in a lot of leagues, which is sad because I had that Austin Hooper, you know, tight end of the year or whatever.
1: Well, you cannot help that
0: Blake Jarwin got hurt. I cannot help that. I mean, Dalton Schultz is doing great, and we'll talk about him later. Yeah. And so I feel like I feel vindicated that I was sort of right because Blake Jarwin's better than Dalton Schultz, but again. Neither here nor there. Sure, but you think Mixon comes back? I think you can start most of your Bengals with pretty good confidence. Uh, If you have Burrow, love him. Mixon should come back this week. I want you to temper your expectations with Green. I don't think he's going to be what you thought he was when he drafted him. Uh, Tyler Boyd is a lock for me. Absolutely. Uh, Higgins is a... Very good wide receiver. I want to say a desperate flex. No. Not yet. I want to wait on T. Higgins to to say play him or not.
1: I think... Uh as we've talked so far about a couple of, of games, like you could do worse in a in a, the extreme pitch well, that you and might have. Especially the pinch in,
0: that we're in. If you were again the Steelers order. had a lot of things. Yeah. Juju, Deontay Johnson, yeah. James Washington, whatever, and Corey Davis, AJ Brown, like T. Higgins would be a fun sub in for one of those issues. Yep. Uh so again, if you need it, he's there. I think he's a great option. Uh Drew Sample again should probably go back onto your waivers as much as it might suck if he spent some fab. Or a high priority waiver claim. Uh, with that being said, Cincinnati seems like it takes the first win of its year. I don't know why I put that under you, Ben. I think Cincinnati wins and gets its first official win for Joe
1: Burrow. I do too. Yeah. So you were right. it like I forgot that I filled mine out because I have the doc when I'm up yeah, at work. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't, don't fill out. Yeah. I wait till I wait till we're actually here before he puts in my prediction, just so he can see and he can pick the opposite. No, <laughs> it's not so I can see and pick the opposite. Kidding. It's just because I like t- I like it to be. A surprise.
0: And speaking of surprises, the two and one Cleveland Browns—that's the surprise. Head to Dallas to face or the one and two Cowboys. The, the other half of the surprise.
1: Yeah, the probably should be zero and three.
0: Yeah, Cowboys. they no,
1: they probably should. They should <laughs> be zero and three. The
0: Falcons. My gosh. Uh, let's just not talk about that. I get I get emotional when I talk about the Falcons. That's okay,
1: but Cowboys for fantasy though, great. All and about the Cowboys for fantasy purposes. They're playing
0: in the dome, so no weather to worry about. It. The Cowboys are only four and a half point home favorites, and sure. here's the interesting part. Let's talk about the Browns. Kareem Hunt's questionable. Uh, rumor has it he is a game time decision, but is trending in the right direction to play. So with that, with that news, him, Chubb, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, Baker Mayfield are your big Browns that you're looking at. Uh, essentially the Browns are the Hunt Chubb 1 2 bunch. Like they yes. are both fantastic. They're both like every week you can play them. Just start them. Just no question
1: there. Obi? A lot of people I've I've had some feedback where a couple of pe- people have told me that the that Hunt isn't a lock like that. It's like it's like an RB1 almost. And I'm like I so I don't know, man. Like he I'd say he's an RB2 there.
0: with RB1 upside. Yeah, I mean so
1: you can count on him like he's in your lineup no matter what every week
0: yeah i mean otherwise what so let me ask you a question if you're the kenyan drake owner and you can somehow get your hands on on hunt for a relatively inexpensive price would you not play hunt over drake either? heck yeah i yeah. would but so, uh,
1: we all i am also not high on kenyan drake at all whatsoever uh, other but that, you know. know what honestly going into it i was i've you know me i was i'm a big nick chubb guy i was Big into Nick Chubb yeah. before the season. I thought he was gonna have a great year, and he is so far. But I didn't know that Kareem Hunt would be this this good. Um, and you know, so far, like you said, one two punch. They're both like yeah, as good as viable. Hunt's doing. It's not taking away that much from Chubb yeah. as of yet. Um, this
0: is a this is a very like Melvin Gordon Austin Eckler situation. They're yeah. both startable. Yep, very like, much. Remember a couple years ago in the Chargers. Yep, there you go. Absolutely. Uh, OBJ Jarvis Landry and Austin Hooper are your primary pass catchers. Uh, OBJ this, this week should be in your lineup. Trade him. He's primed for us. That's yeah. He's primed for a big game, <laughs> yes. and then I do advise to trade him. So his production is going to be so sporadic that if you can swing him for something different. I would. Hell, the
1: Browns should trade him.
0: They should, for sure. (laughs) Jarvis Landry uh, is going to be
1: occupying your waiver wire, so if you're in a pinch, by all means, grab him. He's one of those guys that might. So this game, even though the the Browns, because we'll get into the Cowboys shortly after this, but I feel pretty confident in most Browns this week. Besides the first game of the season, you know where they played uh, the Rams, the the Cowboys... The Ravens. No, I'm talking about the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys, my bad. Cowboys have been in just shootouts. Yep. And this is one of those where <sighs> I hate saying it. I said it on Tuesday's show, but if you are in a desperate need of a flex mm-hmm. QB, that Baker Mayfield might be there. Um, it's not going to be a shootout this week, though. You don't think so? I don't. I think it's going to be a shootout. Okay. I'm not confident.
0: All right. I think that the Browns are gonna be able to slow the clock down, you know, get those first downs, hunt Chubb once you punch. Uh maybe a bomb to OBJ. Again, let him produce for you this week and then trade OBJ. That's my advice for everyone that is an OBJ manager out there. Landry and Hooper, desperation flexes for sure. Hooper is almost a droppable at this point for me. He's just not consistent. You're just enough.
1: so mad at him. He he he's just not consistent. He hasn't been enough. consistent at all, no. Like I Agreed. mean.
0: For what you expected and how much they're paying him, you really thought Absolutely. that he was going to be something more important. Uh, but coming in, he is currently tight end 39. Yeah, he's not tight end. Yeah, he's never had more than four targets in a game. Yeah. Not no. good. But uh, Cowboys side of the ball, this is where I think we're going to have a bit of a discussion between me and Ben. This is where some of that time from the Ravens, uh, I'm sorry, the Steelers-Titans game is going to go to. So your Cowboys, Dak, Zeke, Gallup, Cooper, Schultz, Uh, C.D. Lamb is playing. Uh, I did get confirmation there. Uh, So, yeah, like Ben said, they've been in shootouts. His note here says, start them all. Uh, Yeah. I think you can. I just want everyone to – this is my opinion. The Browns' defense isn't a bad defense. Now, they got hurt by Baltimore, but it's Baltimore, and I'm aware that Baltimore looked bad against KC. I get that. But the Browns have a, a fairly competent defense. And Dak, while he's been putting up tremendous points, that's because usually what's happening is the Seahawks or the Falcons, you know, terrible game, have been putting up tons of points against them. So they have to fight from behind a lot. This is, I feel, going to be a tremendously, like, gritty running back style game, in my opinion. Uh, Schultz, the Browns are the worst against the tight end, giving up the most points to the tight end position. Uh, Schultz should be a potential flex this week uh it, at least for me i just don't think it's gonna be as high scoring as we're expecting
1: well so the part of the reason that i said start them all because it's really hard to find a reason you have to like sit there and search to find a reason to not start them oh no absolutely you do that's like, kind of why I put you it. have like, to start them even but, like, if it's not a complete shootout like i expect yeah. it would be somewhat of a shootout i'm not saying it's going to be like the like they were again you know that Baker Mayfield's going to throw for five touchdowns like Russell Wilson did. No, no, or anything I don't like that either. I'm but just. Will I, Dak have a couple scores? Absolutely. I maybe. think so. I think, you know, Zeke will run one in. Um,
0: I mean, Dak. I don't think Dak's going to give you 30. Zeke might give you a good number. Gallup and Cooper might be hit or miss this week. Like, yeah, but you can't not. Start. No, you have to. I just. I'm just saying temper expectations. Okay. Like, I'm not confident in this matchup at all. I think it's going to be an awkward, like, 21 to 14, 17 situation.
1: It could. But I, I'm more, I, I just, from what I've seen in Cowboys games. Like, the
0: Cowboys, Cowboys are Cowboys
1: offense is pretty good. They face some really bad defenses.
0: The, the best defense they face is the Rams. Yeah. And that held them. The Falcons defense is the worst defense in the league. The Seahawks is the second worst defense in the league for passing. So the Browns are closer to the Rams defense than they are to the Falcons or the Seahawks defense. I don't know if the Cowboys are gonna put up the points
1: they did against the Falcons or the Seahawks. I don't I'm not saying they're gonna put up that many points, but no, I no. can say I can say in the, in I the think you're gonna 24 see a week,
0: point range. You're gonna see a week closer to week one sure. than you will two
1: or three. For point production. I just yeah, that's fair. Uh, I guess, but I just think they'll still be m- Plenty productive fantasy wise. I'm not saying they're gonna like. No, I'm not advising to sit them. I want to be very clear. I think you have to start them if you're
0: in that position, but you're not gonna get thirty point weeks from anybody, probably. In in one analyst's opinion, uh, I am going Cleveland for the upset. However, I think the defense and the clock management will fluster and hurt the Cowboys.
1: I don't know that I was gonna pick. I pick Cleveland as well. Yeah. So. I just, uh, like I said, it it's not gonna be like a forty point shootout, but I don't think it's gonna be like a twenty fourteen game. Yeah. I think it might be in the mid twenties, something like that. But I think Cleveland's gonna be able to run the ball. The where the Cowboys are gonna get their points is I think they'll they might be behind. So they're gonna have to throw I mean it. they should be behind. I just think that the Browns are gonna execute some some crucial takeaways
0: and that's gonna be it's gonna be a, a harder game for the Cowboys than I think we're expecting it to be. And the reason why they're favorites is because obviously they score a ton of points. But against the Seahawks and, and the Falcons, yeah. everyone scores a lot of points against the Seahawks and the Falcons. But uh, both picking Cleveland, that does surprise me a bit, but I think that's the right choice. Uh, let's move on to a couple other teams here.
2: The
0: 1 and 2 New Orleans Saints travel to Detroit to face the 1 and 2 Lions inside of the dome. The Saints are four and a half point road favorites. It's going to be a Camara game. We just know it's going to be. Michael Thomas and Jared Cook are both out, confirmed. So Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Emmanuel Sanders. That's really about it. I did write down Josh Hill. If you're in absolute need of a tight end stream, but you hopefully aren't. Uh, no,
1: I don't feel good about that.
0: I, I don't either. I'm just again, we're we're in a couple deep leagues for, for, with other analysts, and so you got to make plays that make you uncomfortable
1: it's it's gonna be just michael camara well, oh michael camara michael I was thinking camara. michael thomas sorry alvin camara alvin camara
0: it's gonna be the alvin camara show that's that's
1: do you think he will have surf. a similar leak to last week uh i do think
0: he does but i hope he doesn't because i do face him in a couple leagues this sure. week. sure
1: i faced him last week and yeah. got it put on yeah, me for sure he looked no. really good. Um, he is really good. He looks to be healthy. Yeah. So you play him. He's currently the best running back in football right now. Uh, yeah. With uh,
0: with Saquon and CMC, Saquon out. and C- 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 CMC. He's, he's, he's the guy. So unfortunately, not much else to talk about. If you have to start Drew Brees, by all means, Drew
1: Brees is an o- is an okay start for
0: here. me yeah. personally. I would look if I had Drew Brees, knowing that it's probably the Camara show, and I'm I can't bank on the fact that Brees is going to be able to throw it to Camara, It might just be rushing. I'd be looking for a streamer personally, but that's just one man.
1: Is is, uh, is TreQuan Smith playing? He is. That's a uh, to me. That's like I not uh, We didn't put him on the list, but that's kind of a super. Yeah, he deep, could be there. Super deep sleeper. Yeah. Um, Sino so you aren't the biggest fan of Drew Brees this year. I'm not going into the preseason. Like honestly, if, if
0: Joe Burrow happened to be available on waiver wire and I was the Breeze yeah. manager, I'd pick Joe Burrow. Would
1: you? So I want to see. You've done this to me before. I want to see where the line is. Okay. I don't. I don't disagree with that Joe Burrow thought either. Yeah. Um. Philip Rivers, or Drew Breeze. I, mean, I still pick Drew Breeze over Philip Rivers. Okay. F- uh. Gardner Minshew, or Drew It'd Breeze. It'd still be Breeze. Okay. Yeah. Nick Foles. Or Drew Brees. I go Nick Foles. Really? Yeah. Come on, dude. Uh, Cause, cause here, here, <laughs> come here, on. I'll stop Alvin, right there. Alvin Kamara is so yeah, much but he'll better. he'll throw the ball to Alvin Kamara.
0: No, and don't. I'm sure he will. But, like, so, so Kamara's going to have, what, 10 to 13 receptions probably? Hope one of them goes for a score. Yeah. But without Thomas, like, Sanders has been looking better. Yes. Like, I'll give you that. But – in terms of passing options, there aren't a ton. There, there are few and far between. Sure. So you better hope he throws it to Camara. Whereas, like at least Nick Foles, I know that, you know, Allen Robinson, Jimmy Graham, Anthony Miller, even we mentioned that, like he's gonna th- like David Montgomery is not Alvin Kamara. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So he'll be have a fine game, but Nick Foles is still gonna throw for some touchdowns. So in terms of a point aspect, I pick Nick Foles. Obviously, I want to be clear for all you people who are gonna hate me. Drew Brees is the better quarterback, <laughs> but for fantasy purposes. I this, would go in Especially
1: this week. Got it.
0: Other side of the ball. Detroit Lions seem to be injury-free for all of the uh, main fantasy assets. Matt Stafford, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr., TJ Hawkinson are the ones we're looking at. I know Ben put down here, uh, Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift, and On Johnson.
1: There's a question mark after There's that. There's a though.
0: question mark. And I think the question mark is you sit, th- you sit them all. That front four at of this the point, are really good. All right.
1: But... If if you have to start one mm-hmm. lions running back, which one is it? It's unfortunately, Adrian Peterson. S- that is what I would say as well, just based um, on
0: snap count and uh, attempts. Like yeah. This.
1: So so far, uh, we 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 were the Lions hype train here. Yeah. So far, slightly disappointing. Um, not. It hasn't been like a complete bust. It hasn't been awful. Like don't get me wrong. It's been okay. Yeah. But not uh anything that we hyped it up to be. But that being said, you know, Galladay coming back being healthy. They got a big win last week. They did. Um I feel comfortable starting Safford Galladay Jones Jr. Oh, I'm comfortable starting that
0: the I just the the front four uh and if
1: you have to start yeah, a running back from this game it's Adrian Peterson. Yeah, but don't I just don't expect a whole lot. He had a, he had a good week last week. Uh, he seems to be the guy that they're trying to feed it to. And, no, that and that's why thanks for the owners who we were all very high on him. Yeah. And we we'll see how how it plays out throughout the year, but as of right now they're just relying on AP and okay, which makes f- it's perfectly fine. I just
0: yeah, I'm not expecting 20 points out of Adrian Peterson. No. So I am picking the Saints, even with all the, the problems. I think the Saints defense will give the Detroit offense some st- some sticky situations. I don't see Detroit being able to bottle up Camara.
1: Well, I'm going to pick Detroit. Oh, fair enough. So I'm descent. picking the home team. So here, I'm not saying that the Detroit Lions offense is the Packers offense. Cause it ain't. It ain't. But the Packers weren't able to bottle up Camara, and they still won. Yes, but the Packers have a better offense than the, uh, the I know, Lions do. But I, the, the Lions don't have a bad offense. No, I don't see I see him think- at home pulling off the upset.
0: Okay. We'll leave it at that, and we'll head to two teams looking for the first win.
2: Ready, down, hunt, hunt,
0: The 0 and 3 Minnesota Vikings travel to Houston to face the 0-3 Texans inside of the Dome. The Houston Texans are four-point home favorites, as they should be. Uh, This is a get-right game for the Texans.
1: Let's hope so, yeah. So, after
0: drawing arguably three of the hardest defenses in football, they get the Vikings, who are giving up
1: a lot of of yards to everyone. Lots of points and yards. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, (laughs) coming off of KC Baltimore-Pittsburgh, like This is going to be a fun little round. I think this is a Deshaun Watson get-right game. We'll talk I, about the Vikings because there's not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, you start him. Adam Thielen, you start him. Uh, Justin Jefferson, you start him. So here's why you start him. He had a big game last week. I know that's his breakout kind of coming out party. Uh, but most of you probably spent a good amount of your fab or your highest waiver claim, and for that reason, you start him. Sure. So you, you spent that. If you went and got them, you probably have to start them. Still not confident you can stream Kirk Cousins, even though I think Thielen and Jefferson both have all. good no, games. I just, no. just don't don't chalk that up to something that's that's usable. Uh, text Inside, more fun to talk about. No injuries on their side for the injury report. Everyone even even Fuller? Even Fuller. Fuller got taken off the report. I didn't update the notes. Well, either. that's fine because he'll be back on it after the first quarter. Yeah, he'll, he'll do one sprint. He'll be like, oh, there goes Miami. <laughs> Can you go snatch one from somebody <laughs> He'll else? be back on it some point, like by mid-game. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you play him. David Johnson, you play him. Uh, Fuller 5, Brandon Cooks, and I did put Jordan Aikens on here. Uh, if you do need a tight end stream, like that is the pass-catching tight end to own it in Texas. Uh, but I think you can probably confidently start
1: Fuller and Cooks this week if you're in a pinch. Yeah.
0: So. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I I put that on here. I think Watson. He gonna eat for, for yeah for your Desha- for for the Deshaun Watson orders which we we have in our tech morbo's teams many you know few shares. It's been, he it hasn't been terrible, but it's been a tough start. Yeah. But you look at who he's played. Casey. Baltimore, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's Pittsburgh. been a rough. That's not a great start. But think, I think of it this, this way: is le- like Andy said, the get-right game. I think Watson Watson is going to feast, and you're going to see. Oh, there's that there's that guy drafted as a top-five yeah. quarterback.
0: Like he got most of his hard matchups out of the way now, so it should be smoother sailing from here. The Vikings' defense is terrible. Yeah, they're 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 up there. Like I think that the the lower tw- like they're past twenty-five. They're like twenty-five or worse. It, it's it's not a good situation for them. But uh, I mean, not much else to talk about. Like, about f- how many, fire many points Texas. do you think he
1: scores? I think he scores 30. Plus. Does Watson
0: score? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see a 30 point week out of him. Yeah. I mean, he probably runs. He probably runs one or two in himself. I think we will see a 30
1: plus point week out of him.
0: I th- it'll be nice if you are a Watson manager. To You'll see feel
1: a lot better to see that. Production. You know, after this game, hopefully you're gonna feel a lot better about your Deshaun Watson pick.
0: Yeah. And um. And for that reason, I am picking yeah, Houston yeah. and Deshaun. As Watson. am I. Yeah. That's seems pretty. Like cut uh surprisingly bad yes they are so uh we are i do want to talk about a surprisingly good team so we're going to move on to that next
2: Ready? Down. Hud, hud, hud.
0: the three and oh seahawks is that how's that surprising travel to the one and two dolphins that's the one oh, okay it's a high 80s with 40 percent chance of thunderstorms that's not good seahawks are only six point road favorites I say that because you would think they would be more.
1: Six point road favorite, though, is pretty. Yeah. So pretty but there, there's good. There's one on here that's way, that's there great. There's a couple, but those are <laughs> <laughs> bobsided games. Uh,
0: so the Dolphins, I, I know that Ben was giving me crap about it all off season. The Dolphins are like sneaky, productive for fancy purposes. Right. And just the team themselves is really not that bad. Like they have a lot of potential uh, once they get put it all together. Fitz is just fun to watch. Uh, I think this could be a another you know Seattle shootout and that is what we have here in the notes, so let's talk about the Seahawks. Chris Carson did practice in a limited capacity today, Friday the second uh so there is a chance that he plays and they might
1: uh, and they might be very cautious with him, correct, so he might be on a snap count well he was so and he was supposed to it w- it was thought originally he'd be out one or two weeks, yeah, I heard somewhere two to four with a knee sprain. It's hard you're gonna have to monitor it i mean i think well we'll
0: get this out of the way first and we'll come back to chris carson yeah. russell wilson dk metcalf tyler lockett you start them and you don't feel bad about it because they're going to be amazing without question you start they're they're like every week locks. Every there's every a chance week, no ma- that lockett and dk both finish inside the top five this year and that's a scary thought
1: um yeah those uh, obviously russell wilson Yep. And Russell, DK, Lockett. Those are those are locks. Those are those guys you just plug and play, no matter what the matchup. You don't touch them. You don't, leave don't really them think in about your it. Lineup. Uh Chris Carson,
0: Carlos Hyde, and Travis Homer is the question mark. Carlos F and Hyde. He's, he's here, man. He's here. So if he's healthy, Chris Carson, I feel like you still have to play him. Yes. If he's active, you play him. Uh, if he's not, you fire up Hyde and or Homer, depending on it what your mm. your league situation looks like, uh I think for what it's worth, Homer is more dynamic and is more pass catching oriented, so Carlos Hyde is probably the better play just because the Seahawks w- will be up here, and they probably don't need the pass catching
1: back to be in unless they want to get him some reps but well do well <laughs> like they've the the only reason I would see. Carlos Hyde is startable, obviously, as if Chris Carson doesn't play.
0: Right, So, if Carson's out, and I still don't feel super comfortable
1: about starting Carlos Hyde. No, I don't either. But if because they aren't a running team,
0: with the way the running landscape is, uh, you might have to. You might have to. Travis Homer, though, no way. That's a super deep one. Like that's a that's a dynasty best ball situation, uh, where you know if he goes off, great. If he doesn't, yeah, he's hurting. But Carlos Hyde is the number two. He's been seeing carries, anyways. So if Carson plays, play him. If he doesn't play, Hyde. That's my opinion. I don't. I mean, like, like hide if you're super no, hide. It, if you're the if you're the Carson manager and he's not playing, yeah, you play Hyde. like that. If you have him, like I'm not saying I'm not saying to start him over like even on the other side of the ball. Don't start him over like Miles Gaskin or David Johnson. Yeah, or that's kind of what I was. Getting, yeah, no, you know. Again, this is I. I'd like to think the the listeners know that when they hear. Well, that. Well, sometimes
1: I. Yeah. You never know. I'd like to be clear to them. Unless you're listening. Yeah, we, you well, you know who I'm talking well, about. We get, well, well, for the new listeners that might not we pick up a couple we pick up some listeners every week. I know. So uh I just I wanna make sure we temper expectations on, on your guy, Carlos Hyde. He's but not, my not guy. temper do not temper expectations on Russell freaking Wilson. No. I think he's gonna be the MVP this year. He's so good. He probably won't be the MVP, but I think he's gonna be the MVP this year. He doesn't get doesn't get the line. I just I have to get that in there because I have to just talk about how much I love Russell Wilson and how he's just unlimited. It's awful. Okay. On the Dolphins side of the ball.
0: On. Uh Fitzpatrick, Miles Gaskin, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Mike Goseki. Those are your big dolphins to think about. Um in this game, I'm pretty comfortable throwing all of them into my lineup. Right?
1: Uh maybe not Preston Williams, but I mean, if you're in a deeper situation, uh, like, yeah, I mean... Let me put it this way. Seahawks have been in shootouts. Okay, so let's use the Falcons as the example,
0: even though it makes me sad to think about. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Russell Gage all had great games against the Seahawks. So, obviously, these people are not the same trio, but Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Mike Gusecki could all have great games. Like obviously, yeah. Fitzpatrick is not Matt Ryan.
1: Like no, but Fitz has been playing well. Fitz is definitely. I mean, he we had you have him, and I agree. Yeah, he was my stream of the He's week. He's the the Jack Trudeau fighting Jack Trudeau QB stream of the week, and I would agree with this. Uh, dolphins are going to lose. Oh, for sure. Uh, and Seattle's going to womp them. But the Dolphins will make a fun little but fantasy garbage time out of it. These guys will get you some, some fantasy. Yeah, so
0: plans. I think you can start all your dolphins honestly with reckless abandon this
1: week. Uh, I'd say all uh, fits. Again, it fits if if you have a better quarterback, obviously. But as far as streaming, well, and stuff here, like here that. that's the thing. Gaskin definitely, if Parker you're definitely, Gasecki definitely, Williams. If you're in a deep league, I still fire up guy. Williams for sure. He's gonna be out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, but this is a question you were gonna ask me. Who would I play instead of Drew Brees? I'd play Ryan Fitzpatrick over Drew I Brees. I might too. So this week, yeah. I mean, I am going <laughs> I, even with even I S- might there too. Yeah, I am going with Seattle. I imagine Ben is the yeah. same. I already because his unlimited yeah. MVP situation. Uh, speaking of former MVPs, let's keep going.
2: Ready,
1: Good transition.
0: The one and two Chargers travel to Tampa to face the two and one Buccaneers. High seventies with a lots of chance of rain. 90, yeah, 90%. when I was
1: looking at the forecast, there's gonna be t storms. Yes. So that might be one of those games. This where is it's gonna like be a garbo, and it's taken off the yeah, field. Yeah, this might be so some garbage time. It's gonna be tough.
0: So it's a ninety percent chance of thunderstorms, which obviously typically translates to rain. Uh, so this might be a uh, run heavy situation with, you know it being hard to catch some some passes. Uh, the Buccaneers are seven point home favorites, as they should be. Mike Williams and Tyrod Taylor are out for the Chargers, meaning Herbert is going to be the starter again.
1: Uh, do you think we see Tyrod at all the rest of the year? I do not. I think I this is officially either. Herbert's team now. It's to that point, yes.
0: Um, Austin Eckler is a lock. Uh, Keenan Allen almost has to be a lock. Joshua Kelly is a flex option if you are in a tight running back situation. Yep. And Hunter Henry, if you're a tight end required, should be in yeah, your Yeah, he should. So, those are the four you wanna think of for the chargers uh their defense I would not recommend streaming this week.
1: No, I mean, they don't have bad defense, so it's just no, I just yeah to, to this game's up, tough because this is one of the the first games this year that we've really had to really had to look at the weather situation, yeah, I mean more so um if it is bad, it's gonna be a tough one uh I have a feeling it, for, again from what I saw forecast wise radar all that stuff um. There, the th- the t- the thunderstorms are going to be there. They probably have to. There'll probably be some ninety percent chance that there will be yeah. some kind of delay due to lightning, that kind of a thing. So, kind of have to watch out for it. So, to me, uh, Eckler obviously. Yep, Eckler,
0: Kelly, Kelly, Flex, Keenan
1: yeah. must start. Henry, your usual probably suspects. starting.
0: Uh, Tampa side, Chris Godwin and Leonard Fournette are both out. Leonard Fournette has an ankle injury. So Chris con- Godwin, that stinks. Yeah, hamstring. Will Fuller snatched to yeah. get healthy.
1: For for the quarter. Will Fuller
0: is up. snatching all the <laughs> stars, hamstrings. Hamstring. He's like, these are mine but they But I was telling Andy, Julio, we were, Hans, Godwin, yeah. hammies, well, all well, of
1: them. I was joking with Andy earlier that all these stolen hamstrings that Andy keeps talking about, they only last for one quarter. Yeah, so he'll be. You know, fire up your branding Cooks. I guess <laughs> uh, Tom Brady, Ronald
0: Jones, Mike Evans, and Gronk. Uh, reason why I mentioned Gronk oh, is forget that. with Godwin being out; those targets have to go somewhere. And Scotty
1: Miller is also out. Well, oh, oh, Gronk finally had like actual catches. Yeah, like week.
0: six, six.
1: uh Six catches or something like that. On like eight enough targets. game. It wasn't a zero point game.
0: So if you're in a tough tight end situation, Gronk might be a stream worthy tight end here. Short passes from Brady in a rainy day, yeah, might be an option. Ronald Jones, I think you fire up with with confidence just because yep, he's, he's, he's the lone go. guy in a possibly rainy garbage game. Um, but with that being said, is you potentially might pivot off Tom Brady. Uh, like, I'd start Fitzpatrick over Tom Brady this week. I might, yeah. Because if it is a run-heavy game, Tom Brady's not getting you points, whereas Fitz is going to be chucking.
1: It's it's really tough because sometimes you, you you overthink things and things like that, but it, Brady is a tough start this week. Yeah. Um, no, I just it's hard to say, but, but, I mean, you know, he's injured pass catchers. Yes, he still has Mike Evans, who's been very good mm-hmm. when healthy, but as you said, I think... I mean, Tom the, the, Brady, the the monster. Guy, I think Ronald Jones could have a really big game. Same, and I if it is as rainy as I think it might be, yeah. I think he will.
0: Uh, Brady's no stranger to the elements, but if you do recall, in games where it is very very rainy, mm-hmm. uh, Brady does not have a great point history well, that's, in terms of fantasy. But that's so. also, that's why Gronk might be a good stream this Correct. week too. So I think the the weather and Tom Brady just. And the Buccaneers itself might be a bit much for Herbert to take take uh take care of. I'm yeah, that
1: defense looked really yeah pretty good last week. Like
0: Joshua Kelly should be considered a desperation situation yeah. because that run defense for Tampa is pretty good. Yeah. Whereas Eckler's at, at least in the past game. So, I I go Tampa here. Seems like it's yep. a pretty pretty easy selection.
1: Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa
0: Bay Buccaneers.
1: All right, let's rock out.
2: Ready, down, put, put, put.
0: The two and one Baltimore Ravens travel to Washington Football. Washingtons. So they are one and two. Uh, high sixties. No chance of rain. It's just the Ravens are thirteen and a <laughs> half point road <laughs> that, favorites. That, is that is that I'm that is it. accurate? I let promise just, you.
1: Let me refresh it on my bookie page here. I looked at it. Um, I know. I know you did, but yeah. I'm just like, is this for real?
0: And if I I don't know if I'm 100% accurate here but I'm fairly positive the Washington football team is first place in that NFC East.
1: Well, that that <laughs> division is bad. Yeah, it's not good. We talked about the Cowboys earlier. Um Yes, yeah, the, the, the winner of that division might be under 500.
0: They will be. I I almost guarantee it at this point. Uh notable Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, J J.K. Dobbins, excuse me. Gus Edwards, Hollywood Brown, and Mandrews. Why do I bring up Gus Edwards? This is why. Best ball specifically. If the Ravens are up by as much as I think they're going to be up, uh, they might just want to save Ingram and Dobbins, and they'll just let the Gus bus drive all over the field. Uh, this should be a Lamar bounce-back game.
1: I would I would think so. I feel pretty confident
0: week. firing up all my Ravens. Uh, yes, sir. I mean
1: I Ed- Edwards, like you said, is a desperation and like you can't count on no, I'd say best ball for yeah, sure. I mean it might be it might
0: be Dobbins, who knows? But Edwards has been explosive back to back weeks. Uh we're kinda we're getting closer and closer to a three headed running situation yeah. in the, in Baltimore. Four headed if you include Lamar.
1: Yeah. But I mean hopefully uh, like Mandrews is a, one of the key things I'm looking at here. He needs a he. He's been a little disappointing thus far. Oh, for sure. So has Hollywood. To be fair, well, I, I didn't expect as Hollywood wasn't drafted at at the top of his position though, like Mandrews was. No, no, for sure. Um, so Mandrews to me, this is kind of a you know he's had some drops. Yes, I don't and think it's a make or break because it's not. That's not no, the case, no. I'm just saying like I think uh, this could be a get right game. Not that they that that offense. We were talking about it uh, when we were watching the game. We were texting back and forth. Yeah, it looked That like offense looked a little scattered. Looked lethargic. It looked, looked, looked a little slow. It looked a little just out disjointed.
0: Not on the same page. Yeah. So, like, um, Lamar was throwing balls to where he thought they
1: should be, yeah. not where they were going you to know. be. Uh, Mandrews dropping a couple.
0: It was just. A handful, yeah. you No, know,
1: they were playing the Chiefs, too. Chiefs are just that good.
0: Has a, has a good defense, yeah. so. But I think you can fire up a lot of your ravens pretty confidently.
1: I be yes. I think this is that kind of. Whereas on back. the other side, I want to talk Ooh. about the
0: football Washingtons. Uh, Terry McLaurin's questionable is scheduled to pos- to probably play. Steven Sims Jr. is out officially, which leaves the notables to be Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, and Logan Thomas. Uh, it's not good. So
1: scary the, Terry, obviously.
0: Scary Terry is probably the only guy I feel confident playing now. Yep. Scoring-wise, the Ravens are 28th against the tight end position. Uh, The problem with it is Logan Thomas is very talented. Dwayne Haskins is going to have a very bad day. Dwayne Haskins is not very talented. This is going to be, in my opinion, the last game that Dwayne Haskins is on our center. Really? And it very well might be Kyle Allen or Alex Smith after. I just... A lot of the issues on offense can be tied back to Dwayne Haskins. Sure. And if you want to win games, you put in Kyle Allen, who has at least proven he can be productive, or you let Alex Smith go back out there because
1: he's clear. But he's, well, I mean, either any quarterback you put in there, they're probably going to be on their ass because that Ravens. Team is going to be good. Like, I mean, <laughs> they're
0: going like to come in Dwayne angry. Haskins might start the whole game. Yeah. I don't
1: think he starts next week. Okay. Th- like, they're going to come in angry. So, the only guy I feel confident, I mean, Gibson, if you have to, because you have him and he's a starting running back. Um, yeah, but McLaurin's the only guy McLaren's I'm, the really only confident guy I'm with. super confident in. So, I mean, the favorite by now. I'm not even super confident in him. It's just he's no. the best guy on that team. He's the most talented you have player to on, start him. on that team. Yeah. But,
0: I think I can read your mind. You're going Baltimore
1: here. Uh, well, let me see. I mean, they're yeah. I I I, I guess I have to go with the the thirteen and a half point favorites. Yeah, it's just I might even take the points here. Honestly, <laughs> It's will <it's laughs> win not by like option. twenty. Um, but yeah, Ravens. Yeah, I'm going Baltimore as well. Uh,
0: let's jump into the afternoon games. Ready, down. You know, I say afternoon. But it's really kind of midday. Yeah. Because,
1: like, but technically it's afternoon. Yeah, he,
0: here in the se- in, in the central time zone in, in the good old Chiefs state of Wisconsin, you know, games for us start at noon. And then, you know, the three o'clock slate of games this is the midday. Yeah. Because I know, like, on the, the West Coast, you know, games start at 10 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but these are the midday games. So the two and one Patriots
1: travel to Arrowhead, Ooh. Uh, the three and no Chiefs. There's another, another, like, I think just like last week, where the f- the first half of games were kind of like, eh, and it, it, they really pick up. Yeah, not for sure. Really pick up here. Chiefs are six and a half points, uh, home favorites,
0: and this is going to be an interesting one. That's for sure. Uh, Sony Michelle is questionable. Edelman's questionable. Both are scheduled to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, notables include Cam Newton. James White is back. Uh, Rex Burkhead, Julian Edelman, like you mentioned, and Nikhil Harry. Uh, I mean, James White and Cam, probably Edelman, yeah. are the only ones
1: that I really feel great about playing. So, yeah, Rex Burkhead had, had a big week last week. James White's back. Yes. So, and I think for James White, a lot of you were wondering when and if he's coming back at all. And then he just kind of came back this week. So a lot of that fab and pickups of Rex Burkhead aren't as exciting as they were. No. I mean, but the White uh, thing, Monday we're happy
0: he's back. Tuesday. Tuesday, how? Yes, you know, exactly. That's what happened. Uh, if you're a Burkhead uh,
1: manager, just keep, em. Just yeah, hang just on to keep him. Yeah, just keep an eye on it. But James White, that's that quintessential flex guy. Yep. And um, – Good to see him back, you know, maybe shake the rust off a little bit, but he, I don't think there's going to be much of a problem there. Cam Newton is still the best running back on that team. Um, so, obviously, fire up Cam. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. Cam, James White, and uh, Julian Edelman yeah. are the only locks that I can Nikkeel think of. Nikhil Harry, dart throw.
0: Yeah, and Burkhead, he hit him. Cam City side, uh, obviously just tremendous talent. Patrick Mahomes, Mr. Clyde, Tyree Hill, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman, Travis Kelsey. Uh. Whew, I mean
1: start 'em Watkins and Hardman are the two uh flex start throw type kind guys. Of, uh if you're gonna start one, probably Hardman. I would Watkins, go with Hardman too. and here's
0: why. Uh Watkins is currently scheduled to draw Stephon Gilmore in terms of coverage. So that might make Sammy Watkins disappear this game. Uh so I think you can probably start everybody else yeah, with and a relative
1: degree states. of uh confidence. Uh, Mahomes Edwards Hilaire, Tyreek Kill, Kelsey are all you start them no yeah, matter what the, the matchup. Match weekly However, sure. we're gonna keep an eye on Edwards Hilaire because he had that first big game. Yep. And he's kinda he's been okay. plateaued a yeah, little bit. So you kinda what, you what, what said. we expected, not a first round pick. We'll see how it continues. Yeah, yeah I'm not ready to crown him. You still start him though.
0: <laughs> but uh matchup wise, like I can't you can't pick against the Chiefs. I know that I was gung-ho that Baltimore has the best chance to be undefeated. This but watching what Kansas City did to Baltimore, yeah. I changed my mind.
1: This yeah. should be a really good game. Um, you know, Patriots are tested pretty early. Um, sorry, Chiefs are tested pretty early so far. But um, And they're pulling it out. So I don't foresee that change, and I'll pick the Chiefs as well. All right. Let's go on to, uh, man, a sneaky good team this
0: year. The 3-0 Bills. Buffalo Bills at the Vegas Raiders 2-1. Is that the sneaky good team? Uh, The Bills are. I knew the Bills would be good. I don't know that they're sneaky. I knew they'd be good. I didn't think they'd be this good. They're in the Dome, the brand-new amazing stadium in in Vegas. The Bills are three-point road favorites. Uh, I think it should be more, honestly. Like, the the Raiders, really? don't be wrong, their defense is okay. Raiders have played well. I'm not sure they can contain Josh Allen, though. I don't know that. Well, <laughs> I
1: mean, I don't, yeah, no, probably not. Yeah, so. Because he's just been on a so tear. He's so good. He's so good. He has been on a tear.
0: So, Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, Stefan Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley. Uh, Zach Moss was sent to the IR, uh, so it's a minimum of three weeks. So Devin Singletary, feel has, a lot better about Singletary has that backfield to himself, yeah. yeah. Uh, all the aforementioned names, with the exception of Cole Beasley, uh, I play him. Brown has officially mm-hmm. been cleared to
1: play this week. So Beasley. Yeah, so uh, I we had Beasley on there. and If um, Brown didn't play. If Brown didn't play. However, he's still a, again, when you're going deep or one thing I should have we should have said at the beginning of the show, when we talk about going deep, and we should probably mention it, like, for me, like, Beasley's a guy in, like, a DFS. Like, a, a you know, the salary, the Daily Fantasy salary. Like, you might be able to get him cheap. You might get you, you know, as a wide receiver three as you're filling out your salary or, like, a best ball type of thing uh, because he's been getting the targets. So that was more so if Brown was out. Um, but he, otherwise, I mean – start your bills because allen has been actually airing it out you thought it was going to be a running defense type team and although they have a very good defense um Josh Diggs just tear. did so yeah. much for that team I, I i agree and he's been you know um a new pu- uh player with a new new team yeah kind of resurgence uh you've seen that out of stefan Diggs so far yeah it's crazy good uh, Raiders
0: side of the ball, Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards, the two rookie receivers, are both out for this week, uh, leading Hunter Renfro to be the guy next to Darren Waller to catch passes. Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs are also there. Uh, Derek Carr, not a huge fan of this week. Uh, I do like Renfro to be productive. I uh, like Hunter just Renfro. As a s- I mean, I liked him last year, too. I kind of like
1: him, I, and I like him going forward. I mean, it depends on the health of Ruggs and Edwards, but yeah. Um He's a guy, even if you're not starting him, just look at maybe having him on your bench for bye weeks or yeah. streaming and such. But uh,
0: Jacobs, Waller, and Renfro. Uh, Renfro, specifically this week, I feel, are locks, just because Renfro is the only receiver. Yeah. Unless you want to put your stock in, meat. like, Nelson Aguilar or Zay Jones, but Renfro is the guy with Waller. So Derek Carr, if you're in a tough spot, and, again, super flex situation, not a bad option. He'll score some points, just it's a...
1: Buffalo got a good defense. It's a, a tough matchup for him. Yeah. So with with the injuries to the pass catchers, but I, I agree. Like Jacobs Waller and I think Winf- Renfro is almost a must start in flex this yep. week. Yeah.
0: So those are my options. Uh, I'm not getting off the Buffalo train. They are too no, good. No, nor am I. Yeah, they, they've been very good. So, so. Buffalo is going to be the winner. Ben and I agree. Uh, I. Too. So we were talking about the big. The big uh, favorites for the Ravens. Let's head to the other one of this week. Ready, down. Hood, hood, hood. The 0-3 New York Football Giants travel to that beautiful SoFi Stadium to take on the 2-1 Rams inside that dome. The Rams are 13-point home favorites. They sure are. It's uh, we're going to start with the Giants side of the ball because it's not a lot. Uh, Daniel Jones is there. Uh, Evan Ingram also there, Darius Slayton, and exists. Well, there's plenty to talk about on the
1: Giants' side. It's just none of it's very good.
0: None of it's fantasy productive. None of it's good at all. Daniel Jones is being pressured on a league-high 41% of his dropbacks. He has no time. No time to do anything. And that's going to directly impact players like Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, Uh, the running back situation. Like Aside from maybe Evan Ingram and Darius Slayton – just because they are the only pass catchers that yep. on that team that I trust, uh, are worthy of
1: even a look. Well, Ingram, especially in a, a must-start tight end league because you're probably digging deep at tight end, uh, there's a lot better options than both of those guys. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones, we have so far seen that we swung and missed yeah, hard. on him greatly. Yeah, we look silly. Um, But it happens. I mean, they're bad. The Giants are a bad team. Yeah. I mean they like you said, he has no time to throw the ball. We were
0: talking about the the Jets possibly 0
1: 16, and I said there's a chance the other New
0: York yeah. football team also goes 0 16 because it's it is not a good time to be a New York football fan. Lose, uh, losing uh with Buffalo, but, kills him. Yeah. Kills him. But uh so on that again, you if you're a desperate, Engram and Slayton, sure. I don't feel comfortable. I don't like it though, because the Rams have a really good defense. Mm-hmm. Uh on to the Rams side. Cam Akers is out which makes Daryl Henderson Jr. a smash play. Uh, Jared Goff, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higbee, all those fun people. You start them all. Start them all. And
1: I'm absolutely confident. Yeah, you just, with confidence. You plug a play. Jared Goff. You you, you, I'm coming around on Jared Goff, dude. He's QB10. You got me coming around He's on Jared QB 10 Goff. He's QB10 this year. And this matchup, like, just play your Rams. Just play them. Yeah, like, I'm
0: confident the Rams will do whatever they feel they want to do against the Giants this year. Or this week. Uh, I keep saying year, but this week. If they want to run these crazy trick plays, sure. They might as well. If they just want to just screen it over to Robert Woods and let him run 70 yards, they'll let him do it. If they want to give
1: Tyler Higby five touchdowns, they'll let him do it. If they want to run Daryl Henderson for 200 yards, they'll do it. So the only thing that I would say about them is you mentioned Daryl Henderson. He's starting to run back. What about uh, Brown? No. I mean, he's there.
0: Henderson, though. Henderson's the guy. Oh, yeah. I think Brown still has that fractured pinky,
1: but uh, you know, a lot of people have owned Brown, so I Brown mean, you can you can hold on to him in case of an injury.
0: But uh, I mean, I don't. But Henderson's be. made it very clear that it's sure. him and Cam Akers once Cam Akers is back. Uh,
1: you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Goff and his pass catchers, um, just all you know, all over that Henderson. Yep. I don't expect like a thirty point game out of him or anything. No, but, but I he's going like to be a, a viable teams to twenty. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be a viable running back for you this He'll week. He'll probably so. get
0: a hundred scrimmage yards
1: this week. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll. I will i will i i do not know if it, if, if it's clear or not, but I'll, I'm gonna be picking the Rams. I why I mean, yeah. I can't in good conscience
0: pick the the Giants here. Uh, Sunday night, let's talk about it. The O two and one Eagles. That's gonna be annoying. Travel to San Fran to face the two and one Niners, the last place. 49ers in that NFC West. An- NFC West With division Two is and one in last place. Yeah. Uh, low 60s, no rain. The Niners are 7-point home favorites, as they should be, which is actually less than I thought it would be. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's questionable. Alshon Jeffrey is out. Uh, Carson Wentz, Miles Sanders, and Zach Ertz, Greg Ward Jr. are the only things hmm. to look at. Uh, Carson Wentz, you can sit him pretty confidently. I don't like him at all this week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's uh, been, Miles Sanders not been good. You have to start him because he drafted him high, and he's going to be the only great thing next to Zach Ertz on that I team. think
1: Miles Sanders can have a ver-
0: can have a good game. I think he could. It's just the Niners, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, Greg Ward Jr. Uh, double digit targets last week. Double digit targets last week, and he was the only wide receiver active on the roster uh, at time of recording today. Uh, so, yeah. if you absolutely need somebody. He's the only guy not named Zach Ertz or Miles Sanders to even look at.
1: Um Who who the hell are they gonna throw the ball to besides him and Ertz? Like they don't have like their they their injuries to wide receivers have been yeah, it's brutal. Just bad. So I mean they're they're decimated. Like and I does that does that have everything to do with Carson Wentz uh being as bad as he has? Because I do recall preseason when we talked about how high you were on Carson Wentz how it didn't matter who he was throwing the ball to because they were bringing guys in towards the second half of last Uh, year last
0: year he looked a lot more competent this year he looks uncomfortable and like confused okay so I don't know what happened between last year and this year but I something's not right up there yeah it's it's interesting uh I'd like to say he's going to have a get right game, but the Eagles just look so bad. Yeah, well, it's not going to be against the 49ers. No, no, absolutely not. (laughs) I'm picking the Niners if it's not clear. But, so it's it's so frustrating because he has a lot of talent around him. It's just that he is not executing, and that's frustrating as, as any manager of any Eagle. Yeah. Like, the fact that they're in overtime, they have a chance to just go for it on fourth and something, and yes. they punt for the tie because they don't trust him to get that first down. It's pretty bad. That's bad. Like, he's five years in, I think, and they sign him for his
1: massive extension. Oh, I mean, he's only played two and a half of those five years. I suppose. <laughs> or Three I and a half of those five years. Like, it's, it's been th- – but this is why I wasn't as high on him. No, I, I get Niger? it. I mean I get it. I swung and missed on this one too, but you know yeah. for every swing and miss you have a hit like golf. So y is can't be right on them all. But that is correct. Wait wait I, wait, I haven't hit on anything yet. No, I will find it. I, well, know, yeah. I know I've hit it. Off top of I can't think of it. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I'm not confident in any Eagles besides Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz. Like, uh, same. If you need a, a receiver, sure. Uh it's just not a great situation. On the Niner side of the ball, Jimmy G's out and Nick Mullins is making a start. Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman are both out. Uh, but they do get George Kittle back. Jarek McKinnon's playing. Jeff Wilson Jr. will back up McKinnon. And Debo Samuel, surprising, is active. That was
1: so random. That was like right before the show. Yep. Is you active saw that, for yeah. the game on Sunday. Do you so, play
0: him? No. I think you could. Oh. No. I don't know. So you 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 if you aside from George Kittle being
1: the pass you catcher, You haven't seen him yet at all this year it was just like you didn't even know he was healthy and he just randomly came back oh
0: yeah but it. would you ra- if you had to start like a Niners pass catcher
1: You got Brandon Ayik oh no if you have to start a 90 uh, uh Niners pass catcher but to me I'm not starting any Niners pass catcher over the bevy of guys that are out there I are would there? rather start Ward Jr. well I'm yeah I'm not going out there to like go yeah. get Debo
0: right now don't be wrong mm-hmm. like I'm this is going to be another running game, where they just run well, all over the faces
1: of the Eagles. Big so. thing, Kittle coming back. That's going to be huge. Yeah.
0: Kittle's going to be huge for the for McKinnon and Wilson Jr. as well, mm-hmm. just because Kittle's a very good blocker.
1: And McKinnon. So, like, to me, the, the two guys from the Niners are just Kittle and McKinnon. That's right.
0: So, you start Kittle, you start McKinnon. Might uh, be an ugly one. Yeah. In a very, very, very deep situation, you can start Wilson Jr., but it's... The question mark at this point, okay. just because Kittle's back, so they'll have some, they'll have more luck moving the ball through the air, most likely. Uh, so it's but not, I really mean, if Debo is available
1: and out there, pick him up, sash him on your bench. Yeah, but uh, obviously, we've talked about this. I'm picking San Fran. Are, are we picking San Fran here? Yeah, we're picking San Fran. Yeah.
0: Here. Uh, let's, oh my gosh, it's Monday night. Let's go into Monday Woo! night. Ready, down,
1: put, put, put. Here it is. I don't want to talk about this one. Here it is. I don't want to talk about this. Here it is, dude. <sighs> we do want to talk about this one. Because if you've listened to this, this is as Andy likes to call it first and foremost a Packers podcast. However, can can I can I do the intro on this one? You don't <sighs> want to talk please about please it. Please do. Please do. Usually we let you so Monday night football. We have the O and three. Probably should be two and one. Falcons at the three and O. Green Bay Packers uh, at beautiful, historic Lambeau Field, where it's going to be low 50s without any rain. It's going to be a fall football game. Uh, So the Packers, seven-point home favorites. Is that all? Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about the Falcons. You want to talk about your Falcons? I'll talk about the Falcons. On the Falcons'
0: side of the ball. Julio Jones, Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley, all questionable, all practice today. Uh, all trending towards playing. Thankfully, they have an extra day to get that stuff right. Uh, so your notables, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, uh, Gage in deeper formats, Todd Gurley, and Hayden Hurst. The one with the least chance to play right now appears to be Calvin Ridley. Oh, that's uh, tough. His ankle's a little banged up, they say. So if that's the case, I mean... No matter what combination, you're starting whatever two are healthy. So if Julio plays and Ridley doesn't, Gage is a lock. If it's Ridley playing and Julio for some reason not playing, Gage is a lock. If Gage is not playing, you start the other two. If for some reason only one starts, uh, let me get his actual name because I can't remember how
1: to pronounce it. While you're doing that, because this is going to kind of tie together. I think a little bit. When we're talking about injuries. So You would start Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Olamide
0: Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. He's the fourth string receiver, but he saw six targets last week in
1: the absence of Julio and Gage after he got hurt. So here we have the Green Bay Packers side. Indeed. Uh, Lazard out. Uh, Devontae Adams. Game time decision. He has practiced in limited participation. Uh, Notables, obviously, Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, MVS, um, Valdez-Scantling. Yep. Um, So this is why it ties together. It's a similar situation with Devontae Adams. And if uh, Lazard out, uh, Packers are going – I don't – I know they say it's a game-time decision, but here in Packer land you hear a lot more about this. I don't feel super confident that Devontae Adams is going to play.
0: Yeah, they're a lot they have of talk bye of, uh, week coming up. A lot of talk of him being, you know, not
1: playing till he's 100%. They're 3 uh, 0. After this game, they'll easily be 4 and 0. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's really tough because it's a Monday night game. Yep. So this goes to Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and to some extent, Russell Gage really hard to have them in your lineups when for a Monday night game. It's yep. it's going to force you to make a decision and this is why we talked about a lot of deep guys leading up to this game cuz you might have to make the tough choice of not playing them on Sunday. You might have to yeah, you might have to put Devonte Adams on your bench. And then it, it's going to suck if you see him play and he goes off, but at the same time it, it's too much of a, it might be too much of a risk. Yeah, so Does hopefully we sense? have more news. I mean, you got to you, you're going to keep an eye on it leading up to Sunday noon. Yeah, we'll hopefully have news tomorrow about and have that. more news on it, but um I don't know it's it's going to it's going to force you to make a tough decision. Do you feel confident in your Falcons as far as like who's going to you think Julio is going to play?
0: I think Julio has trended the best towards playing. Uh, Gage practiced fully today, uh, whereas Julio and Ridley did limited. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Julio looked better and is trending closer to do so. Uh, Gage has to clear concussion protocol. Uh, I think all three play. Okay. uh, If I had to take a pick, because I think Ridley just wants to get out there and play. Uh, So I think he's going to try his best to do so. Uh, It's going to be a shootout, I think. The Falcons will probably lose a closely contested game.
1: I don't know how close it's going to be, though. It actually it's gonna I'm just right, I'm saying that to give you shit. It's actually going you know to this be this is my show, right? <laughs> you know that you don't have to be here. I, I know, I'm just okay. I was going to say it's going to be a lot closer than uh-huh. what I am saying. Okay. And that it's going to be a shootout. Uh huh. Because the Packers defense has not been all that great. And the Atlanta offense has been very good. Disrespect. I feel it. It's 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 not disrespect. I think it's going to be a lot closer game than think people think that 0 3 on the Falcons is somewhat of an aberration like I said they should be 2 and 1. Uh, Matt Ryan doesn't play defense, Julio Jones doesn't play defense. Kevin, you know, so when in fantasy wise their offense has been fantastic. Um but again, it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Uh, I will obviously pick the Packers, you're going to pick the Falcons, yep. everybody knows that. So, has to happen.
0: Falcons are going to get right. It's going to happen. I have to believe that. That's well, the sure. Only,
1: that's the only thing I got. I mean, this is this is, this is is my team versus your team. Like, you love the Packers unless they're playing the Falcons. I don't like the Packers at all. Really? No. <laughs> but I thought this was first and foremost the Packers. That podcast. was an OG Sam thing. I know. Packer I know. fans are among
0: the worst fans in football history, but let's talk about that. That'll do it for us today at Tecmo HQ. I was Andy. This was Ben. We really appreciate you guys coming out and listening to us. It's going to be a good week of football. Don't you worry. Don't forget to like us on Twitter and on Facebook. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platforms. And after you do,
1: leave us a five-star review. Once again, I was Andy. This was Ben. We'll catch you guys next week.